Hey there, I'm Brooke Miller, registered dietitian, certified lactation counselor, and a mama who's helped hundreds of moms feel like themselves again after baby, boost their energy, mood, metabolism, and even their milk supply. Inside of the Postpartum Reset Podcast, you'll learn how to take care of your health so that you can show up best for the ones you care about most. Each week, we'll tackle topics like nutrition, exercise, breastfeeding, mental health, and so much more. Plus, you'll get exclusive access to guest experts who will share different ways to make your pregnancy and postpartum experience so much easier. Whether you're approaching the postpartum period or you're right in the thick of it, you're in the right place. Let's dive into today's topic. Hello, mamas, and welcome back to the show I cannot wait to tackle this topic today all about boosting energy postpartum. And this is just something it might be hard to hear in this moment. You might be a few weeks postpartum. You might be a few months postpartum. You might be really sleep deprived. And this might feel hard to hear. But just because it's common to feel exhausted all the time postpartum, just because you are chronically exhausted and fatigued postpartum, it does not mean it's normal. So just because it's common does not mean it's normal. And you might be hearing this and thinking, but Brooke, I have a newborn and they're not sleeping. This is why I'm exhausted. Absolutely. I have been there. But what we want to dive into today is root cause reasons for why we're exhausted chronically. And so of course, like we're all going to have days where our baby is not sleeping at all. And we know we got like three hours of sleep. And of course, we're going to feel exhausted in those mornings. But as our baby starts sleeping more consistently, we get into more of a routine. What I start hearing from moms over and over is I'm still exhausted. My baby is actually sleeping, like giving me a six hour stretch or an eight hour stretch, and I'm still exhausted. What is wrong with me? And this is where we need to really dive into what is going on beneath the surface. So if you've listened to other episodes, I have talked about this root cause. And here's the thing when it comes to exhaustion, when it comes to low milk supply, when it comes to mood swings, when it comes to all of these different things, sugar cravings, like we've talked about how there is a root cause and usually there's several root causes for why these symptoms are showing up. And what we need to first of all determine is what are the root cause reasons that way we can treat it effectively. And so Here, we're going to dive into some reasons why you're feeling exhausted and what we need to do instead to get you feeling better postpartum. Because again, just because you might feel like everybody around you who's postpartum is really struggling with exhaustion, it does not mean that it is normal or that it has to be your story. So I've been postpartum twice. I will be postpartum again this summer. And I can honestly say, especially my second postpartum experience, I did not really feel exhausted at all. And I mean, my son was nursing every two to three hours until he was, I'm embarrassed to say, 15 months. We finally (laughs) decided at 15 months, like we need to do some sort of sleep training or something at this point because it's just getting ridiculous. And my husband was kind of losing his mind. I was fine. I was like, I can handle sleep deprivation. I can handle getting woken up in the middle of the night nursing. My husband's like, you need to get him out of this room. Like I cannot handle this. So, um, but again, you know, there's only certain things that we can control. And so why are we exhausted? First and foremost, let's talk about the elephant in the room sleep. So of course, when we have a newborn to an extent, we cannot control how often they wake up, how often they're awake. Something that really works well for people is if you can get a bassinet that connects to your bed or is like right next to your bed, like if you can get your baby as close to you as possible, what really saved me the second time around is 
I grabbed my son in the middle of the night when he would cry immediately. I would nurse him laying in bed with my eyes shut. I wouldn't turn on a screen. I wouldn't turn on the TV. I wouldn't grab my phone. I would just lay there, relax, basically, you know, be pretty much sleeping. And then when he was done eating, I would just roll him back in his bassinet. And that was it. Like I was not getting out of bed to feed him. I was not standing up. I was not doing all these things. Of course, like sometimes you have to go to the bathroom or whatever, but that really saved me. And then with my first postpartum experience, until my first son had open heart surgery, I was an exclusive pumper. And that was definitely harder with sleep. So if you are an exclusive pumper and you are listening to this right now, just know like it is tougher, you know? And so some, some hacks that work really well for exclusive pumpers, if you can get a mini fridge in your room, game changer. Now, when they are really little, the great thing is they're eating every two to three hours. And so breast milk's good for four hours. And so what I would actually do when I was exclusively pumping my son is I had my pump on my nightstand. I would literally, you know, I had an alarm set every three hours and my alarm would go off and I would pump and then I would grab him. He was in the bassinet right next to me. I would grab him. He was basically always sleeping like this kid before his open heart surgery. I mean, just he was out like all at all times and on oxygen and all these things. So I would grab him and I would feed him the bottle of milk that had pumped the pump before. And because, you know, I would pump every three hours and he was eating about every three hours when I would pump, I would fill the bottle and I would leave that on my nightstand and leave it at room temperature. And then I would feed him that. That way I was not having to get out of bed. That way I could grab him. I would feed him the bottle that I had pumped three hours before. He would basically drink it while sleeping. Like this kid did not wake up. And then I would burp him and, you know, get him back into his bassinet. And then again, the pump that I, or the milk that I had just pumped, I would leave on my nightstand. But, you know, if your baby is older and sleeping longer stretches in four hours, then I know so many um, exclusive pumping moms who will keep a mini fridge, like right, like it will be their nightstand basically. Um, That is a game changer, especially if you are an oversupplier. So if you're pumping, let's say like five, six ounces at a time and your baby's only drinking three to four, then you would want to leave, you know, out what your baby's drinking and then you'd want to put the rest in the fridge. So that's where a mini fridge can come in handy. But just if we can reduce the amount of of getting up physically going into the other room, it's just a game changer. And I know some moms here are like, yeah, no, I want them in in their crib. I want them in their room at an early age. And that's totally fine too. I just know for me, like I wanted to capitalize on my sleep. And I know so many moms, when they are pumping in the middle of the night or feeding, they grab their phones and then they're, you know, on the internet or like scrolling Instagram or turning on the TV. And I really, really, really actually suggest not doing that because it's just going to be harder to fall back asleep. And so I really recommend like no screens. If you want to maybe have like a little nightlight with a book and read while you're nursing or pumping, I think that's a great plan too. But I will say you cannot control how often your baby wakes up in the middle of the night, but you can control what time you go to bed. So if you decide like, Hey, my baby has not been sleeping great stretches. So I'm going to try going to bed at eight or eight 30 or nine. That way I can at least capitalize and try to get as much sleep as I can. Then that's incredible. Setting up a bedtime routine and like going to bed earlier can drastically change that, give you more sleep throughout the night, more, you know, quantity sleep. And even like starting a bedtime routine can help the quality of your sleep. And if you're at least getting a little bit more sleep than you were getting, that can really help with exhaustion. So again, I am not going to sugarcoat this and say that you will never feel tired, especially, and you're going to have like sleep regressions. Like there are teething, like there are definitely, you know, sick babies, like there are 
seasons. There are absolutely seasons where you're like, this feels exhausting, but you know, you should eventually get into a routine. And those are just some tips that have really helped me feel more energized um, with a baby who was still nursing a lot throughout the nights. If you've been wanting to reach your healthiest weight and feel like yourself again postpartum without having to sacrifice your favorite foods or your milk supply, I've got a free workshop just for you. Inside of this free workshop, you'll discover how to boost energy, mood, metabolism, and even protect your milk supply. You'll learn common mistakes that moms make that actually cause exhaustion, mood swings, low milk supply, and weight loss resistance to become worse, things that moms don't even realize. And you'll learn the proven three-step method to heal your hormones and metabolism after baby so you can go from surviving to thriving postpartum. Plus, as a free gift, you'll get my postpartum snack guide when you come hang out with us. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to save your seat today. Spots are limited. See you there. Okay. So that is a root cause. That's probably the most obvious root cause when it comes to exhaustion. So let's dive into nutrition. This is one of the top reasons that moms are chronically exhausted, especially if you are listening to this and you're like, yeah, I'm actually getting six, seven, eight hours of sleep throughout the night. Maybe it's not all at once, but you're getting, you know, above six hours of sleep. Likely your nutrition is a factor for why you're exhausted. So there are different facets of your nutrition of why you can be exhausted. So one, if you are under eating your calories. So if your calorie needs are 2,500 and you're eating 2000, you're likely going to feel exhausted. And a lot of moms are shocked when they realize what their calorie needs are postpartum, especially if in their, they're in the first like two, three months, especially if they had like had a C-section or they're exclusively pumping and they're making a lot of milk, like your calorie needs in those instances are going to be very, very elevated. And so most moms are under eating calories, especially in the early stages postpartum. Something else that can cause us to feel exhausted is if our blood sugar is all over the place. So if we're not eating consistent meal times and our meal schedule is all over the place, or we're eating foods and we're not eating enough protein or fat or fiber on our plate, and our, our plates are just not balanced in the right way, then our blood sugar gets dysregulated. And what ends up happening is we have a blood sugar crash and we feel exhausted and we feel terrible. Uh, again, with you know, if we're not eating specifically like enough carbohydrates, especially with fiber, like fruits and vegetables, if we're not eating enough protein or if we're not eating enough fat. So if we're missing like any of these three components, if those are off balance, that can also make us feel more exhausted because carbs, protein, and fat are all important for our energy levels. The other thing that is really, really common for postpartum moms is nutrient deficiencies. This is, I cannot tell you how many times I've worked with clients and they've said, okay, I'm sleeping through the night. You know, my baby's like a year old um, or close to a year old. And I am so exhausted. Like my blood sugar is regulated after we've been working together. I'm still, you know, I'm eating more calories. Like what's going on? And I'm like, okay, let's go get these labs tested. They come back. They're immediately like, yep, that lab was, that lab was really low. And it's like, now we're increasing those types of foods that we're eating. And we're maybe going on like a supplement of some sort of vitamin and supplement. And then (laughs) she gets on it and she's like, yeah, immediately like issue is solved. And there are several nutrients that if we're deficient in, it can cause us to deal with, you know, chronic exhaustion. And iron is just like one of the top ones that can happen in the first year postpartum. And so a lot of moms 
like even if they get their iron tested early on postpartum and it's okay, they're like, oh, then it must be okay. And then they're a year postpartum and they're deficient at that point. And again, so there's there's several nutrient deficiencies, different vitamins and minerals that are responsible for exhaustion, but iron's just like one that is pretty common. Um, something else that can that is nutrition related is food allergies or intolerances. And so if you have a food allergy that has been not has not been diagnosed yet or a food intolerance, this can actually cause chronic exhaustion as well and usually inflammation of some sort. And so when I got diagnosed with celiac disease, gosh, 13 years ago, which it's an autoimmune disease, I can't eat gluten. Nobody really knew what it was at this point, at least like general public, like obviously doctors and nurses and stuff knew. Um, But that was one of the signs and symptoms that I had with celiac disease is I was chronically exhausted. And of course, I had like bloating and diarrhea and like all the other GI disorders. But, you know, there are certain intolerances and food allergies that can also cause exhaustion. Something else that can cause exhaustion postpartum is postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. And so we really, if we are diagnosed with postpartum depression or anxiety, we want to treat it and we want to treat it from a like multifaceted lens. So medications can be really helpful for postpartum depression and anxiety. Therapy can be also really incredible, but nutrition is the other piece that we want to pay attention to. And like I said, nutrient deficiencies postpartum can cause exhaustion. Well, there are specific nutrients as well that can increase our risk of postpartum depression. Usually those are tied together. So if a mom comes to me and she's like, I'm chronically exhausted and I have postpartum depression, I'm immediately like, you have nutrition deficiencies. We need to supplement you with XYZ or at least like start getting some labs tested because those are very correlated. So if you are listening to this, you have postpartum depression or anxiety and you're exhausted all the time, you likely have some nutrition deficiencies. All right. And then another reason for feeling exhausted all the time is lack of exercise, lack of movement. And it is kind of this hard cycle, right? If you're feeling like, but I'm tired, I don't want to work out. The thing is like exercise actually gives us energy, especially walking outside and getting vitamin D from outside. So vitamin D can help our energy levels. And that's why going for a daily walk is one of the best things you can do, not only for your physical health, for your mental health, like it gives you the vitamin D, it gives you the movement, it helps blood sugar. I mean, there are so many benefits to walking. And so that is something that, you know, I do with my kids and my dog every single day consistently, unless it is like snowing or like downpouring or something like terrible weather. Uh, me and my kids are outside every afternoon and we are walking and getting the vitamin D because of course the fresh air also helps. So it could be a variety of these things. And And again, maybe if you're not exercising at all and you're feeling exhausted, start with a daily walk outside, get that vitamin D. Even if you work in an office, like go out on your lunch break, get some movement in. And that alone might give you the energy that you need to actually, you know, do some strength training or do some sort of exercise beyond that. And so sometimes we have to force ourselves like, okay, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do it. I'm tired, but I'm just going to work out for five minutes and see how it goes. And then within the first five minutes, we're like, okay, I'm actually feeling okay now. I'm going to continue working out. And so it is like a tough, it is a tough cycle to get out of. But once you're nourishing your body the right way and getting in some movement, it is so much easier to have better energy throughout your postpartum experience. So again, you want to identify what your root cause is. So I listed out several root causes here, and you might be able to 
pinpoint several. You might say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going outside for walks. I'm not moving my body. Yes. I have postpartum depression. I probably have some nutrient deficiencies and yeah, I'm probably under eating calories. Like I'm not, I don't know how to balance my plate. I don't know how many grams of protein, carbs, and fiber I need. So if you've at least identified the root cause, now, you know, like, okay, my problem is blood sugar balance. Now I need to figure out how to balance my blood sugar or, oh yeah, I have nutrition deficiencies. Now I need to eat these foods high in these vitamins or minerals. And I probably need to supplement with some additional vitamins and minerals. And so again, nutrition is a very, 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 very big piece of the puzzle. Typically when I work with moms and we start focusing on eating consistently and balancing their plates, and there's like a method that I teach inside the postpartum reset on this, the first, 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 first thing I hear from people is I have better mood and better energy. I have better mood. I have better energy. I have better energy. And it is crazy how fast people get results with that. It is like if their blood sugar is off balance and they get it under control within a week, it is like night and day difference with energy levels. And so, you know, again, you might have several of these sleep might be at the forefront right now with just how old your baby is. But again, these are really, really, really common. And so again, just because it's common does not mean it has to be normal for you. You don't have to struggle your entire postpartum period feeling exhausted and burnt out. Like you can be the energized, healthy mom that you deserve to be. So I am cheering for you and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and listening to the Postpartum Reset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share this episode with a mom friend and leave me a written review. This helps the podcast reach and help even more moms. Come say hi and connect over at Instagram at Nutrition for Mamas.